May mercy and grace and peace be yours from God our Father through his Son revealed by the Epiphany star. Where were you in January of 1984? And I'm going to ask for a show of hands for a few questions. How many of you were alive? How many of you weren't born yet? How many of you lived outside of Texas? How many of you lived outside this country? How many of you already lived in Military City, USA? Well, not very many. How many of you were Lutherans in January of 1984? How many of you were not yet confessing your faith as a Lutheran Christian? Okay. How many of you knew that something quite significant was happening on the third Sunday morning of January, 39 years ago, in a rented building about two miles southwest of here, next to what is now the Longhorn Cafe on Blanco Road? May the Holy Spirit give us attentive ears and expectant hearts today to ponder God's word on this second Sunday after Epiphany, which just happens to be Crown of Life's 39th birthday, as we discover and rejoice that we are called to be saints and called to be witnesses. People God dearly loves. Called is a key word in today's three readings. Isaiah marvels that the Lord called him from the womb. While inside the body of his mother, God called Isaiah's name and was forming this unborn one to be a great servant, a prophet who would bring God's people back to him. Paul begins his first letter to the Corinthians with with a statement that isn't bragging, just fact. He was called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, to proclaim the salvation won by the cross and the open tomb. But the words of the apostle Paul won't and don't just focus on himself. He addresses the believers with these words to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those in every place, yes, in a place named San Antonio, who call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Then we see John the baptizer in today's gospel. It's right after Jesus' baptism in the Jordan River, although they've moved up a little bit north, and John points to the Savior and calls out, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And the very next day, John and two of his disciples see Jesus walking down the dusty road, and he calls out again, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the calling works. It has effect. Those two followers of John become the first followers of Jesus. And Andrew doesn't waste any time. He finds his brother Simon Peter and says, okay, I'd like to say Andrew calls out to him, we have found the Messiah, the promised one, the anointed one, the Christ. And Andrew brought Peter to meet Jesus. 
None of us were in the crowded room in the rented building over on Blanco Road on the 15th of January in 1984. But this is what I wonder. Did that group of disciples hear these same three readings from God's word? They might have. Because if you do the math, 39 divides nicely by 3. And as many of you realize, the Sunday morning scriptures rotate on an every three-year cycle. And the calendar is identical in this year 2023 to what it was in 1984. That means that the Charter for Crown of Life Evangelical Lutheran Church was signed on the second Sunday after the epiphany of our Lord. Unless Pastor Paul Short chose other scriptures for that special day, and he may well have done so, those founding members of this congregation heard Isaiah being called from the womb. They heard Paul being called as an apostle and the Corinthians being called saints. They heard Andrew calling out to his brother to follow Jesus because Andrew had heard John calling out to identify the person and the purpose of Jesus. He had come to be the lamb of sacrifice, the lamb without blemish or spot, the lamb whose holy and precious blood was shed to take away the sin of the world. We can, and we should, ponder God's work through Isaiah nearly 700 years before Jesus was born. We can, and we should, ponder John the baptizer's clear proclamation of the good news of Jesus. We can, and we should, ponder how a group of new believers in a pagan city called Corinth discover that they are made saints through the gospel. But now I think it's time to be in the present. There is a rich biblical history, of course, and we should know those stories. But there is a story, a rich story, of God's work in this place also. 39 years ago, I was the assistant pastor at Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Saginaw, Michigan, Connie and I were parents to Kristen Marie, and my wife was great with child because Liesl Rebecca would be born exactly two weeks after today. We knew nothing about a new Lutheran church deep in the heart of Texas. We didn't know that a group of people had been meeting for almost two years to pray and to plan and to prepare the beginning of a new LCMS congregation on the north side of San Antonio. This property had, I believe, already been purchased, but they were still several years away from moving out to Stone Oak. But because of all that happened 39 years ago, we are here. Not not just Connie and I, but all of us. Because the Lord of the church did his work then, and the Lord of the church continues to do his work today. Christ Jesus is calling people, you and you and I, to be his saints. Christ Jesus is calling people, you and you and I, to be his followers. Christ Jesus is calling people, you and you and I. To be his witnesses. When we celebrate a birthday, 
Yes, when a church celebrates a birthday, sorry, no cake today, we look back, we reflect, we remember, and we rejoice. We may even say, what have we done in these almost 40 years? And we may say, what do we have, considering this property on this grand hillside and looking at buildings and building projects, we could be quite proud of ourselves and we should stop right there. What do we really have? We have treasures that only God gives. We have an identity, a new identity, shared with those whose baptisms we celebrated last Sunday, St. Kathleen, St. Anna, St. Jacob, St. Amelia, St. Stephen, St. Joshua, St. Ryan, St. Eileen, St. Cole, St. Ava, St. Kala, St. Adam. The Lord called us to a new birth by water and the word, and he named us his beloved sons and his beloved daughters. And that treasure belonged to St. Rex Ann, who breathed for the last time early Wednesday morning, and then her soul woke in the presence of our Savior. And what have we done with what we have? The better question is this. What has God done with us and for us and through us? He has created a place and a people who gather Sunday after Sunday, month after month, year after year, to confess their sins and their guilt, to hear God's clear and complete forgiveness, to listen to the salvation story and give thanks that it is never old because it makes all things new, to taste and see that the Lord is good when he feeds those who hunger and thirst for righteousness at his table, and to encourage each other in our journey as Christ's disciples, to weep with those who weep, to rejoice with those who rejoice, to invite others to share this life in Christ, this journey of faith and discipleship. Who knew? Who knew what would happen when a charter was signed by young and old disciples to form a church called Crown of Life? Who knew? God knew. He knew what he would do, that many would be called saints by the gospel proclaimed and poured out at this font, that many would be or would have an Andrew calling out, we have found the Messiah, will you follow him with us? That this crown of life, Evangelical Lutheran Church, would echo these words of Isaiah 49, I will make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. We give our praise to the triune God for all that he has done, for all that he has given, trusting that his gifts will continue until we all wear that eternal crown of life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.